Welcome back to Chatting with Copywriters Season 2. I'm your co-host, Kimberly. And I'm Bobby. This season, we have more of your favorite ad breakdowns. Insider marketing and copywriting tips. Interviews and more wacky questions that lead into interesting marketing subjects. It was like a 17-minute rant on how not to do something. You're listening to Chatting with Copywriters, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about what not to do when using an autoresponder. But before we get there, Bobby and I were having a quick chat before we pressed the little record button today. And Bobby, you've had a very interesting experience uh, recently on LinkedIn. Can you, uh, Bobby's about to go on a rant here, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, so go uh, ahead, Bobby. Uh, well, so yes, yes. Um, <laughs> You know, there's, there's a lot of different ways to build businesses and to do outreach or, and even cold outreach. And we've talked about a couple of methods before, and I'm sure we'll get into a couple more, you know, in the future. And LinkedIn is a very viable way to build business for a lot of people. However, comma, because we have to make sure that the, the punctuation is correct. There's a wrong way to do this. And the, I most recently was reached out, somebody reached out to me to be a connection and I'm a habitual connector on LinkedIn. I'm just like, sure, yeah, let's connect, let's connect, let's connect. Sometimes I reach out and say, hey, I want to connect, I want to connect. You know, so this is good. I don't mind building my network there. But this one particular individual um, is obviously following some guru's advice and has decided that it would be a brilliant idea to hit me up five times in the last week, wow. which is only about two weeks after we originally connected. So we originally connected and he went right, right away into, I, I checked out your website. This is really awesome. You do great stuff, but I noticed you don't provide the service that I conveniently provide. And I'm like, okay, pitch number one. That's your first strike. Two weeks later, I get put into an autoresponder sequence. And I will tell you it's an autoresponder sequence because it goes something like this. It goes, Here's an article I found that would be really interesting for you, and it has nothing to do with what you do in your business. It's not actually important to you, although he doesn't say that. <laughs> Two days after that, no, three days, what are, yeah, three days after that, I get a second article that says, I hope you're doing well. I also came across this other article that you would be truly impressed by wow. for a company <laughs> like yours. Three days after that, I get another. This is a great article about channel sales and partners. Two days after that, I get, oh I hope you are well. We've been crossing paths for a while now. Let's yeah, schedule a call. <laughs> wow. There are so many, so many, so many things wrong with this. What's even worse is now two days after that, I get a couple of days. I sent you a message checking to see if you were open to having a conversation. Like, dude, I haven't responded to a single thing you have sent me. And I mean, that is honestly the, the most important aspect of any kind of autoresponder you choose to use is know your audience. Know your audience, know your platform. The average user on LinkedIn spends 17 minutes a month on the platform. That is 30 days they spend like the time it takes to get a coffee, okay? Which means that most people probably aren't checking their messages that frequently. And when Let they are checking them, they month. might see it. And then you're like, okay, yeah, I'll respond to him later. But when you get seven messages in the space of a week of being connected, I'm like, what? I don't need this method. I don't need this mess clogging yes. at my inbox, you know? And, and, and here's, 
here's the deal. This can be an effective method. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's two things that he's, three things that he's missing. Number one is any element of personalization. Any element of personalization. This is, is a straight up. Name? He does in the first one. Okay. No, he doesn't all of them. He doesn't all of them. Okay, so so every message does. does have your name. Every message has my name, which is great. <laughs> but there's nothing else that's personalized, which means yeah. you know my name and you'll plug in my business because you can capture that. That's right. it. So my name and my business. He does not talk at any point in time about my industry and what I'm in. He does say that I've been in that role before and your role is important. What role? It, I don't know. I don't even know what role he's talking about. Okay. Because <laughs> um, I assume your LinkedIn, like most people's LinkedIn, has like the last seven job positions you've ever held. So which role? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Uh, you know, uh, uh, so there's no element of personalization in this, which means ding, 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 autoresponder. That's, you know, clue number one. Number two, these articles are self-serving on his part. It's all about how I'm missing out because of things that I may not be providing. Not that he knows. He just doesn't see it listed on my website as a service that I offer to my clients because that's not my business. Number two, right? So there's, they're all self-serving on his side. Here's what would make this more interesting for you so that when we talk, we can have this conversation, right? When I send out articles to people and you know, to my connections, it's here's something that would benefit you. And it truly benefits you. I was thinking about you the other day because we were talking about, you know, your son in football and, oh my God, here's, you know, the latest trade to their favorite team. What do you think about this? That's connection building. That is where you build a relationship. Not, I noticed you were missing SEO. So here's eight different articles that talk to you about the benefits of SEO. Even though you don't offer SEO. <laughs> Even though I don't offer SEO and why you, should, why you should be providing the service to your clients. I'm like, no, I should not be providing that service to my clients. Because you do something different. That's so interesting because in general, autoresponders are a very key and vital part of any kind of marketing plan. We're talking Absolutely. sales, outreach, uh, connection building, nurturing, whatever you're talking about. Autoresponders can be a really, really powerful tool. And yes, you know what? I am aware when I get an email immediately after signing up for something that it's an autoresponder. That mm-hmm. person is not at the other end of the computer watching their list, seeing every time somebody signs up and being like, oh, okay, now I need to send a message. Waiting okay. for me to go and do this. And then they're like, oh, yay, I've got a new person. Let me personalize this. No, that's not what happens. And it's, it's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing, but it has to be done properly. And I think... Honestly, the the biggest uh, flag for me is knowing your audience, A, B, is frequency. So very, very commonly, uh, you'll see autoresponders. And when we say autoresponders, I'm not just talking about email. You know, messenger bots, chat bots, Facebook messaging, LinkedIn messaging, they're all Mm -hmm. becoming really powerful tools for people to build their businesses online. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there is a difference between being helpful and being truly annoying. And Absolutely. And there's a very fine line between the two, unfortunately. And this guy, this guy crossed it very early on, but it was, it's still impressive to watch. So yeah, the, the important thing though to notice is frequency. 
knowing your audience and frequency kind of go hand in hand. With email, it's really common and a lot of people expect to be receiving a message from you like once a day for two or three days, maybe four, mm-hmm. after you sign up for something from them. And that's okay. That's a normal uh-huh. autoresponder. I like to call those welcome series. You know, you're welcoming them into their list. You're giving them a taste of what it's going to be like to be on your list. Mm-hmm. It's all fine. But again, those are short. They're sweet. They are three or four days and that's it. You're not going to uh, start, you know, sending them a message 15 times a day. And that is essentially what he's done on LinkedIn. Even though it's not 15 times in one day, it's the same type of thing. Because as we said, LinkedIn users, they're not on the platform as often. When they're on the platform, they have very specific goals in mind that are very different than when they're checking their inbox. So when you are talking uh-huh. about using an autoresponder of any kind, you really need to be aware of, okay, where is the person I'm talking to in the process of connecting with people, of looking for something, you know, what is their mindset? And when you start sending messages, I mean, it's like a, it sounds like a total of 12 maybe in two weeks. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely what it, it's five, six in the last week that I've gotten. Yeah, so clearly this autoresponder is following the advice of some guru. Now, whether or not he's following it exactly the way that it was done or he's decided to change it up a little bit is, you know, that doesn't matter. The part that's really interesting is that final email that I've gotten so far, and it might be the final, it's just the most recent one that I've gotten from him, is I noticed that we've been crossing paths recently. No, we have not been crossing paths. You have been trying to establish a relationship unsuccessfully, I might add. And now you're trying to use that as, oh, hey, I sent you a bunch of information that is completely useless to you. So now you should book a call with me. Absolutely. And, and, you know, let's transition a little bit into how this might apply in a traditional autoresponder, uh, such as email. And Mm -hmm. this is why most email services have the option to put uh, non-responders or non-engaged people into different funnels. Why? Because when you constantly send out messaging, send out messaging, send out messaging, and Mm -hmm. people don't open it, then the email clients, the internet, the Mm -hmm. algorithms, whatever you want to call it, has decided that what you're sending isn't useful, it's not relevant, and therefore is maybe spam or is absolutely. You know, it may not go so far as spam. Your stuff's not going to go into a spam People don't want it, and so therefore it gets less priority. You get taken out of the inbox tab, so to speak, the the Mm -hmm. priority tab in Gmail, and you get put in, whether it's social media or you get put in the promotions tab or any of the other tabs that are out there. This is part of what happens is people don't open it or they they realize that, oh, this guy's spam. This guy feels like he's spamming me, so you mark him as spam, or you just don't open it, which means I don't really want it. Now, that's what unsubscribe buttons are for, and that's why unsubscribes go up quite, quite a bit, usually, with this type of an aggressive autoresponder. And so, I mean, really what it comes down to is you can be aggressive in your autoresponder if, and only if, your audience in general is responding to it properly. Now, I may be the only person that this guy sends his stuff to that just is irritated by him. I have a feeling that I'm not because it's so overwhelming in such a short period of time. 
Now, I may well have responded differently if it had been, you know, maybe a week in between each one, each mm-hmm. email that he sent, or um, even, you know, here's one this month, here's another one. Because people become top of mind because they are relevant in your life and they give you useful information. That's what the autoresponder is really trying to help this guy be. It's not effective for him in my situation. Maybe it is for his actual client, but this is absolutely not how to do an autoresponder to me because I look at this and I'm like, yeah, there is zero chance, dude, that we are ever getting on a call. And quite frankly, I will remove him from my connection list because I'm not going to listen to this anymore. I don't need it. I have much better things to do in my in with my time. And that's the problem of in a crazy aggressive autoresponder is you do end up losing people that could very well be your proper, real qualified prospects because you've just irritated the crap out of them. Absolutely. And when you're talking about, you know, if, if you're keeping score here, you know, number one, know your audience, know your audience, know where they are, know what they're interested in, know the industry, Uh, You really have to know your audience when crafting any kind of autoresponder because you don't want to alienate them by what you're sending out. Number two is frequency. Daily could work. Twice a day could work. Once a week could work. And honestly, for for the most part, it's going to be a matter of testing. You're going to have to see, okay, if I send something out once a week, is it going to get open? Is it going to get engagement? If I send it out once a day, is it going to get open? Is it going to get engagement? Is it going to get unsubscribes? Uh, but in general, frequency is a huge reason why a lot of people start unsubscribing. You know, they sign up for this really great guide you've got and they're interested in the guide. They want to know more about your company. Yes. They don't want to receive five messages in two days. Um, I've had that happen before where I sign up for something because it is, it's really interesting. And, you know, I, I want to learn more about it. I'd be interested to know what else they have to offer. Sure. And I open the next message, but then I realize I come back to work a day or two later, you know, over the weekend even, and this is a business-based uh, something or other that I've downloaded. And suddenly I have 15 missed messages from the weekend and uh-huh. from the, the two or three days that I didn't look at that particular uh, sender. And it's like, wow, that's, that's too much for me. Now, it could be different if it's, you know, you're a deal hunter and you're getting a once or twice a day email from Groupon. That's another type of audience. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. So frequency and knowing your audience and if you aren't sending things that match those, those are the two big no-nos. What else do you think we should, uh, last highlights, if you will. Those are the two big ones for me. Um, I- yeah, for for me, depending it, again, it depends on your platform. LinkedIn, while it, it's great for a broad audience of your prospect, LinkedIn is designed to be more personal. So this type of autoresponder, it I'm surprised it works at all on LinkedIn because there's there's absolutely no personalization whatsoever. I don't mind getting the you know those the connection requests that are the standard ones. But if you're going to message me specifically, Mm -hmm. give me something that's personal and go into it. So personalization matters depending on the platform. You can do personalization in a mass email as well for your autoresponder, but it's just, yeah, it just, I mean, this guy just totally rubbed me the wrong way and just the way that he did it. Yeah. So, I mean, other than personalization, everything else that you, that you had said, I absolutely agree with. So we kind of hit those top three. Now, One of the things that we'll do in our next episode 
is talk to you about how to properly do an autoresponder. And we'll go a little bit more in detail than just the three tips on how not to do it. Absolutely. You've been listening to Chatting with Copywriters in this episode where we talked about how not to do an autoresponder no matter the platform you're using. Thanks for listening. I, I had a brain fart. I'm sorry. If you like this episode, feel free to smash that subscribe button so you get future episodes delivered to your favorite digital device. We'd love your ratings and reviews, so take a few seconds and let us know what you think. Also, if you want to be on an episode, visit our website at chattingwithcopywriters.com slash guests.